0: Welcome to the Maker Vision Podcast, a podcast where we help you take your ideas from a dream to reality. I'm Trevor Wanamaker, a part-time maker running makerexperiment.com, and my co-host Stephen Ellis is a part-time woodworker running Old South Woodcraft. How's it going,
1: Stephen? It's going great, Trevor. It's going great. Uh, Just uh, busy in the shop tonight, doing some table saw maintenance and uh, a lot of just picking up, cleaning up in the shop. So,
0: why don't you tell a little bit about who you are and what got you started in the maker community?
1: All right. Uh, Like Trevor said, my name is Stephen Ellis. I run a uh, hobby wood shop out of my basement. It's called Old South Woodcraft. Um, Doing mostly hand tool woodworking, some bigger, you know, old school tools, uh, a lot of planers, a lot of joiners, things like that. But uh, how I got into the business was probably about three or four years ago. I was just really bored, needed something, needed something to do, have an outlet. Um, So I decided, hey, everyone else on Instagram, YouTube, every other social media has decided to take up woodworking. So maybe I should too. Trevor, how uh, how did you get in the business?
0: So growing up, I helped my dad with a bunch of woodworking projects later on in life i kind of gave it up for a while and then back in 2012 i was looking for a hobby that was fairly inexpensive uh, and i could do it in an apartment so it actually led me to paper cutting by hand with an art knife and through that i started making paper cuts that would take maybe 10 to 12 hours by hand and i was looking for a faster way to do it and that led me down to the lasers so i met somebody in south carolina who had a laser and got introduced to that side started working with them and now i have a bunch of woodworking equipment in my garage i do some laser cutting and engraving and i'm more on the design laser side and i try to incorporate woodworking pretty much whenever i can
1: that sounds like a sounds like a great way to get into making i mean that definitely uh didn't go down that path for sure but um that's that's more of a unique one.
0: I tried to do it in a way that I didn't have to spend a lot of money up front and that I could earn money and pay for tools over time. So I'm virtually debt-free as far as shop stuff goes. So it's been a a slow way to do it, but it has been a good way as far as
1: financially. And that's the, that's the best way to do it. Uh, I know as myself, and I know a lot of makers out there, they invest a lot of money up front, having no idea what they're doing, and then they get in way over their heads and go oh man i'm I'm completely upside down i've got thousands of dollars worth of tools and maybe a hundred dollars worth of revenue so that kind of leads us into why we started the podcast. What are we doing What are we doing our podcast to help others?" Trevor, you want to explain that one a little bit better so a few months ago,
0: I had this idea to stay relevant in the maker community. Uh, Because I was moving across the country, I knew I wouldn't have my shop for a while. So I wanted to make sure that I could stay relevant, stay talking with everybody, and still build up my network. And that led to the podcast. So I was looking for podcasts to listen to. And of course, I listened to Made for Profit, Making It, Modern Maker, and a few others. And they do talk a lot about business and design and that type of stuff from an overall perspective. And the thing that I always found frustrating is finding specifics on different topics. So things like how to make a logo or how to do design for vector versus raster and what that means. So My goal for this podcast was to help others with the frustrations that we all run into in the maker space as far as we go. We all have things that we run into that we don't think of. So even though we're woodworkers or we do laser cutting or CNC work, we still run into issues where we have to have a logo or we have to have a business card or we need a website or whatever it may be, there's always something in the background that creeps up that we didn't think about. And there's also things like how to get our stuff out there, how to market it, um, how to you know, build a network, find mentors, things of that nature. And the goal of this was to bring some of those topics to light and try to help with others as much as we can
1: that's great to hear because I know myself personally, I have no design experience. I haven't even actually owned a personal computer until about three months ago. I hadn't had one since 2013. So I hadn't had one for close to five years. And um, so I've really gotten out of the tech area and have no idea what a raster raster versus vector. Is that what you said? That sort of stuff, design logos. I mean, I know things more on the the hands-on side, you know, what happens whenever you go into an antique shop and uh, you say, oh man, I need a hand plane. Well, there's like 50 of them sitting there. Which one do I really need? Which one is way overpriced? Which one is right in the budget? But there's also things like, hey, I'm a leather worker. I don't touch wood. I don't touch metal. All I do is leather. Well, the problem is, is the same problem all us makers have, you're going to run into obstacles. And you and me... We're trying to help everybody overcome those obstacles. Isn't that right?
0: Exactly. So we want to be able to build a tribe around this and help others out. So we're going to do our best to be there for other people when they have questions, address in episodes topics that they may want us to address, and try to answer as many questions as we can. I know that I personally ran into issues with design myself, uh, so I do have some design experience in 3D CAD as well as some 2d design experience for the laser stuff but i still run into my own set of issues and i've sought help from other makers and i think it's a good thing to have is that network and we want to be able to build that network here uh, help others and try to build a larger network altogether where we can all help each other out we can direct people to the correct resources so if they need help with marketing we we hope to have marketing people that can help them or design or hand tool guys or woodworkers, whatever it may be. And through that, we hope to be able to overcome and help others and help others overcome pretty much any obstacle that they'll run into. And I know that I've hit them. I know you've hit some obstacles, uh, customer service, shipping, things, things breaking in the mail, There's all these unexpected things that happen and we don't always know how to deal with them until it happens. And we don't want everybody else to be, you know, the deer in the headlights that got caught in something and doesn't know what to do and is frantic about it. So we want to try to address some of that up front and help people out up front and make it as painless as possible for people to not only continue making, but I know a lot of people don't start making because they're afraid of things like this or they know they're going to hit an obstacle and they don't know how to handle it yet so they just don't start at all and i've seen it happen numerous times
1: so what we're saying is uh we've got pra- what five five major things we're going to hit we're going to hit networking marketing design and digital media general everyday solutions for the shop and Number five, what's our big number five going to be? So in this case,
0: there's going to be a lot to do with, I think, the cam side and design. So I know that there's a lot of people with CNC machines, laser machines, as well as people that want to get into it, but don't know anything about it or can't afford it. So there are ways to get into things without the capital investment. And we want to use this as an avenue to tell people how they can do it, how they can make it possible without breaking the bank, without going into debt. I did laser cutting for three years before I ever had my own. So it is possible to do it without owning your own
1: machine. That's great to hear. I mean, luckily I came with a background to have some tools, but since I really, really got into making my tool collection has kind of exploded. No, it's not a ton of Festool. No, it's not filled with Powermatic and Jet. No, I'm not that crazy, crazy old guy that has the four billion hand planes all around his shop, even though I got a decent collection going. Could always be more, of course. Um, You know, we just want to basically take everybody's ideas and let them flourish. Because, Trevor, as you said, a lot of people's first hurdle is I'm afraid to get started because I'm afraid to hit that first obstacle. You've got natural talent. How do you take that talent and make it grow? How do you take that vision and make it a maker vision?
0: So, Stephen, why don't you give everybody an idea of the more detailed topics among those categories you just
1: mentioned? So, networking is going to be kind of a broad thing. But one of the things we're going to try to focus on is mentoring and building a tribe. Mentoring being finding that well-versed person that may already own a laser. Hey, hey, they may own like four lasers. They may have a whole business based on lasers. So if you're a laser person, we're going to try to find you that person to hook up with. They're going to try to help you, you know, work through your problems or work through your issues. You know what? They probably also got some good design experience too. If 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 their sole business is based on laser, then they spend a lot of time in front of a computer screen. But if you're not a laser person like myself, if you're more of a hand tool guy, or you're more of a woodworking metal guy, we're gonna find you those people too. I mean, I've got guys that that I talk to that are almost a hundred years old doing woodworking, but I've also got guys that shoot. They're you know barely out of high school and they make perfect antique quality pieces things that would go in homes from you know two hundred years ago and you wouldn't believe the craftsmanship of an eighteen-year-old kid so guess what we're gonna try to find those people and hook them up with you the other thing is building a tribe getting people to listen to the podcast to reach out to interact you send a question to us well guess what we're gonna send it out to everybody we possibly can and spread the word hey, we got a problem, who's got a solution? Because I guarantee most questions you ask, unless it's you know some sort of uh, crazy physics question, somebody's already had this question, somebody's had this problem, and they've answered it. Or someone was able to answer that for them. So we're going to take you, and we're going to put you into our tribe. We're going to make you part of the Maker Vision tribe and grow this thing out as big as possible. On top of the on top of the networking, we also have uh, the the shop the shop side. You know, no, we're not going to tell you which tool works the best, which tool works the greatest. Yeah, we can probably tell you that Jet, Powermatic, you know, those sort of guys, they're going to make the better quality tools. You know, going to your big box store, that's going to work great up front, but long term, you may want to invest in a better quality product. But we're also going to help you with things like, hey, I've got this weird, you know, situation where I need a really odd-sized drill bit or I really need an odd this or that. Well, we'll see if we can track it down for you. And if we can't track it down, we can maybe find somebody that can make it for you. That's part of the tribe working together to help you in the shop as well. So, Trevor, what about things like... uh, digital fabrication, and the laser CNC thing, because that's clearly clearly not in my realm. I'm going to throw that over to you, buddy.
0: So in the design side, there's really two sides to that. There's 3D, and then there's 2D. So 3D would be more of your SketchUp, your Autodesk Fusion 360, something where you're modeling a piece of furniture, and you can see the three-dimensional aspect. For the 2D side, that's more of the... I'd say the Photoshop, the Adobe Illustrator, where that's where laser designs live as well as, you know, business card designs, logo designs, that kind of stuff. As far as laser and CNC kind of category, the biggest question I get is which one should I get and why? And through this podcast, we're going to try to answer that question for everybody. And no, it's not a cookie cutter answer. Hey, you should do laser or, hey, you should do CNC. There's a lot of variables just like any anything else. It all depends on what you want to do, what you want to make, overall budget, investment, all kinds of things play into this. As we're moving through this and we're building our tribe, I do want to point out that if if people have a skill set, if people are really good at design or if they're really good at woodworking or if they're really good at marketing that they reach out to us and contact us and if they're willing to help others let us know that because we want to be able to hook them up with other people and make it a a true community where we can all work together and the more people that are into that and more people that want to volunteer and help us out the better we'll be able to make this the more resources we can provide and the faster we can get people's questions
1: answered. So it's it's uh, it's going back to the Maker Vision Tribe. Exactly. I I, I love the tribe feel, man. That's that's definitely uh, definitely the best thing I've heard so far.
0: So I think that does it for this episode. Uh, this first episode, we just wanted to be kind of an intro, so you guys can get to know us, what we do, uh, and be able to reach out to us if you have questions. We are going to be addressing a list of topics we've already started. If you do have a topic that you want us to cover or you have questions about a topic, we want to do our best to answer those. So, uh, Stephen, why don't you give them some information on how they can reach both us personally as well as the Maker Vision podcast stuff.
1: All right. So uh, I guess I'll start with myself. My personal Instagram is old South Woodcraft. And you can also catch me uh, on OldSouthWoodCraft at gmail.com, if you so please. I'm more than happy to answer DMs on Instagram as well. And you can uh, reach out to Trevor at MakerExperiment on Instagram or at his Gmail account, and that is amakerexperiment at gmail.com. And of course, most importantly you can reach out to Maker Vision Podcast at MakerVisionPodcast at gmail.com or check out our recently developed website, handled by Trevor Watermaker himself, at MakerVisionPodcast.com. And the Instagram is MakerVisionPodcast.
0: So feel free to reach out to us on any one of those avenues. I know that I answer uh, questions as, as early as I can. Uh, emails, I check three or four times a day, and we're, we're going to be sharing the the accounts for Instagram as well as the Gmail account, so we'll both be able to see them. If one of us doesn't know the answer, uh, we'll shoot it over to the other one, we'll see if we can get an answer, and if not, we'll reach out to the Maker Vision tribe that we're going to build over the course of this and see if they're able to help us out. So Stephen, why don't you give them a little heads up on what we have in store for episode number two.
1: All right, episode number two are those essential non-tool shop items. Those blue paper towels everyone has, blue nitrile gloves, paint brushes, spray cans of miscellaneous different things, just things you need in the shop. And, of course, everyone's favorite, super glue. Because if you don't stick your fingers together, are you really woodworking?
0: That's a good question. I don't think you claim you can if you don't, you know, post a picture of your
1: fingers stuck together or something. Exactly, exactly. That or you don't have some sort of wood dust residue on you at any given point during the day. Exactly. So that's the thing about lasers. No weird residue.
0: Nope, just the burning smell.
1: (laughs) That's true. You do kind of smell like a garbage fire.
0: Uh, Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Until next week. Uh, so I'm Trevor, that was Steven, and we hope that you join us for episode number two of the Maker Vision podcast. See you next time. Take it easy.